0: Oh. is uninvited company the podcast where we tell you ghost stories urban legend and all the spooky shit. spooky shit today i'm bringing us back to uh our pattern that we did before and i'm doing another state urban legend episode Ooh, today okay bring it back which state do you want to take a guess i was gonna guess but i didn't know okay uh, guess hawaii no oh I'm, that would have been good. I'm going to Hawaii in a couple of weeks, so I thought yeah. maybe uh, California. No, okay. Last guess, Washington. Mm. Okay, is it gonna be like Iowa or something like that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> is it Iowa? No. Oh, <laughs> close. <laughs> what is it? Delaware. South Dakota. All right let's let's hear what's happening in South Dakota. South Dakota is. I'm horrible at geography. Did not mm-hmm. realize the corners of them are like right there with Iowa are they yeah I don't know anything about the Dakotas or there was one there was one that I saw that I was gonna do until I looked at the map Uh and realized it was in Iowa and I was like what the heck why is this on a list of South Dakota urban legends oh and it's because they're right next to right next to each other yeah Mm -hmm. Yay. So, I obviously did not include that one. Well, I'm excited to learn something yes. about a new state that I have never been. Let me get a sip of my Dr. Pepper, and we shall go on this journey Continue. together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it one urban legend, or are we going to have multiple? Multiple, because oh. South Dakota isn't that interesting. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Sorry if you're from there. Sorry, but <laughs> it's one of the least populated places to Ah, uh, <laughs> all right. I bet land's real cheap there. Probably, I didn't check. Okay, all right. I might. So the first legend of the day Ish. is the legend of Sika Hollow. Sika Hollow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sika Sika mm-hmm. Hollow. Sika literally means evil or bad in the native language Sioux. Okay. Which is the language of like the Native Americans in that area? Okay, it's heavily populated with natives. Oh, awesome! So, the legends there's like a couple of different just like word of mouth um, legends in this area. One of them being that the waters are red Ooh. with blood. Oh, and they're actually red tinted because it could be it could be attributed to the high iron content. Okay, that makes sense. But, the but native, it looks like blood. Yes. Yeah, so blood. Native, the nat- Blood. The natives believe otherwise, obviously. There's also some glowing tree stumps. That's cool. That could be attributed to... I read one source that said phosphorus Uh I don't know anything about phosphorus okay so there is a there's a sea okay no back up there's a there's a not a land there's what's it called (laughs) what's the beach there's a beach um plankton yeah okay there's a beach somewhere no I'm saying like glowing plankton yes yes and I'm pretty sure it has something to do with the the phosphorus I'm pretty sure when I like read it and added it to my bucket list a decade ago Mm -hmm. I think that sounds right phosphorus I'm not a scientist. I, I, I'm i a BFA major. Well, so. it sounds good. Yep. Glowing <laughs> so, tree stumps. Glowing tree stumps and blood water. Blood. And then, in the 1840s, a man named Robert Roy settled in one of the ravines near what is known today as hollow State Park. Okay. The natives thought he was absolutely... Cuckoo for settling here because there was a lot of negativity and bad vibes associated with the area. The natives said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." Did, did, did you make making a, a reason, mistake, or was it just? It's just, just no. Just let me continue. Okay. Sometime after he settled there, the government actually sent an expeditionary force to find Robert and examine his findings uh-huh. of the area and knowledge in hopes of expanding and settling there eventually as well. And shortly after they found him, they agreed with the natives that he was crazy because oh. it's just a scary scary place to be. All right. It's very spooky. It's not the happiest place in the world. No. Okay. No, opposite of Disneyland. If you if you want the opposite of Disneyland, go to South Dakota. <laughs> go to Cikehollo. <laughs> yes. So over time, when people would settle there or people would hike and like explore, apparently disappearances occurred frequently. Mm. Yeah. I couldn't find like a lot of news articles or anything but that's what makes it an urban legend Is yeah. like people just disappear not a ton of evidence Mm-mm. as to why um there's a story about a group of hikers in the 70s disappearing oh. as well again couldn't find any news articles about it well i even looked at the south dakota uh, missing persons like thing online and uh-huh. i couldn't find anything Huh. But supposedly a group of h- a group of hikers went missing Yeah, yeah, in the, well, 70s. the 70s. I mean, maybe they just, maybe like if they were runaways or something like that, they wouldn't have been documented. But there are some locals that say it would make sense for people to go missing in that area because it's been known to have lots of steep drop-offs oh. and quicksand-like bogs.
1: So oh my you just gosh. are
0: sucked up into the earth, basically. What a <laughs> no way to, go. to be found. So, um, there's also been sightings of, like, monsters and creatures, including one that resembles Bigfoot. Uh, but of course. You know, Bigfoot's been s- sighted everywhere. Sighted everywhere, yes. He travels the U.S. And some people tried to attribute it to bears but then there was apparently no evidence of bears or bodies or anything so it's just it's very strange so it's not just missing people it's like these people vanished yeah like there's no there's also people hear voices in the night they hear drums they hear sounds hmm. um moaning oh. like screaming all kinds of stuff it's mm. just scary to be in you just start. On edge. Or the moaning doesn't sound great. And because of this, it eventually became a natural preserve because people kept fleeing or refused to live in the area. So they said, "All right, well, it's just a preserve then, since okay. no one wants to live here. Yeah. It's not residential." All right. So that's Probably smart. Starting you off slow with sick of hollow. Okay. Evil, evil, bad hollow. Evil hollow. Mm-hmm. We're gonna kick things up. One notch. One notch. With Spook Road. Oh, it sounds like something from Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> like Spooky Island. Spook Road. Well, I don't remember what it was. It's like on like 264th Street or something like that. Um, but it actually was renamed Spook Road because of the locals. I, I like that a it. lot. Spook mm-hmm. Road. So it's right outside of Brandon, South Dakota. And it's been known for having like a certain amount of bridges and turns and then, whenever you're on your way back, the number differs. So, what like, the heel? Yeah, it's been known to, things don't add up the same on the way there versus the way back. Huh. That's, that's like one of the most famous things it's known pretty for. pretty interesting. It was at one point nicknamed Seven Bridges Road in the 70s, but some would say, like, one of the most popular things for how many bridges um, it had was five there and four back. Why was it called seven bridges? Then? I don't know. Cause it had a lot of bridges. Some people said it had six. Some people had seven. Some people said it had four. It's like, no huh. one can agree, okay. but most of this is only at nighttime. So like, it's a beautiful place to explore and stuff apparently during the day, but at night it's a whole different ball game. Oy. Yep. So some claim there also is a cemetery along the road, while again, others disagree and say, there's no cemetery. What are you talking about? <gasps> mm-hmm. Ooh. This is Spook Road? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's stories of people hanging themselves from some of the bridges, the feeling of being watched while you're driving down the road at, the, at night. Don't like Sometimes that. Sometimes people see eyes peering in the darkness. No, thank you. Um, and figures, like shadow figures. I I could handle shadow figures, but eyes, no. Yeah, just all kinds of different, like, eerie things. Then I found one story of a man who grew up in the area, and he claimed during a two-week period he would drive down Spook Road at night on his way home from work or wherever, and he did this drive every day. Mm -hmm. And he always would see a car behind him on his way home, but it was always around, like, a mile or so back. Mm -hmm. So he never really got to see what kind of car it was or anything. Just like the headlights, I guess. And he figured the car would always turn off at this one road that that the car could turn off on before the guy kept going. But one night, the car was a bit closer to him than usual. So Mm -hmm. it was closer than a mile back. And when he noticed... He noticed that it didn't turn on that road that he thought it would. So he was like, this is like a small town kind of thing. Everybody knows everybody. Like, there's no... Why would... why This person has no business going the same way as me. Okay. Kind of thing. Yeah. So, alarms going off, you know. And the next day, this man waited at an intersection where he was about to turn... um, Make his turn home and he noticed that the car behind him was a rusty blue 1950s pickup truck okay and he stopped at the intersection waiting knowing that the car was going at a certain speed he was waiting for it and when he turned around expecting to see the car pass it wasn't there oh ghost car ghost truck disappear oh yes so that's one of the first hand accounts of the locals Ooh. Of Spook Road. Spook Road. Yes. I like that. So that is that legend. All right. We're going to kick it up one more notch. One more notch. With the next one being the Orpheus Theater. I I think that I've heard of that. There's like... I, there might be more than one. Oh, okay. Because I think I had that on my list of um, things that I was going to look into. But I don't know. I don't think it was in South Dakota. Huh. I don't know. Okay, well, this one is in South Dakota. All right. Obviously. So it was built in 1913. Pretty old. It's a year... uh, No. It's 100 years old. Happy birthday. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe it's 2013 anymore. That was maybe a decade Um, ago. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, moving on. I don't believe math was your strong suit in school, was it? No, Math and science, not not so great. I'm creative. Okay. I like to like paint and take pictures. You are very creative. (laughs) Okay. Moving on. 1913, Orpheus Theater. So 110 year old theater. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was sold to Sioux Falls Community Playhouse. I bet people think that I'm the younger one. (laughs) They probably And I'm five years older than you. Okay, sorry. 30 flirty and thriving. Mm, Almost. Almost. I'm still 29. 29. (laughs) All right. So it was sold to Sioux Falls Community Playhouse in 1954. And there's a couple of different origin stories that I've found for this one, which makes it definitely like a classic urban legend. Like, there's no, everybody says something different kind Mm -hmm. of thing, but they all agree that it's. A haunting situation. Ooh. So one of the origin stories was of a couple who bought the theater um, in 1954. So these new owners stated that they found an ornate casket in the boiler room. Nope. Yeah. Why? Why? Uh, there's no, why? there is no answer as to why. <laughs> this is wrong. But the room was later empty when they returned to clean it out shortly after they So they the bought food. it, mm-hmm. saw an or- ornate casket, and came back said, to clean And they said, oh, there's a bunch of junk, you know, okay, we need to figure out, just scope out the area, see what we need to clean, and then get stuff ready to go. And then when they came back to actually clean it out, it was not there anymore. Oh, that's an immediate, yikes. Mm-hmm. So the ghost that appears in the Orpheus Theater eventually came to the nickname of Larry. Oh. Why? I don't know. Larry. That's just the most common name that everybody calls the energy there. So Larry started making objects disappear and appearing. Hence the casket. Larry's a trickster. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's he's not so nice all the time as oh. well. In 1959, actor Ray Loftness, mm-hmm. Loftness, I think, saw a man in the balcony of the theater. And it was a blue-green lighting, kind of haze situation. And the man was pointing directly at him. Oh. <laughs> no. So he looks up. He sees this guy in the balcony. He's like, Oh. you and immediately when he saw the man a blast of cold air hit him and then he was knocked out by a sandbag falling on him <gasps> twice twice yeah allegedly okay mm-hmm. yeah i think it's about to be my time to go <laughs> <laughs> yes another story said larry might have been an actor who disappeared in a dress rehearsal when the cast heard a gunshot in the theater in the light booth. And when they went to the light booth to see what was going on, they found a pool of blood, but no body. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. Another origin suggestion of Larry was that he was an actor who. Resented the theater for some reason for not getting a role that he wanted. The one that they claimed was Romeo and Romeo and Juliet. Hmm. But that was like a totally random one I saw. But yeah, Larry was known for uh, dropping sandbags on actors and that's blowing not, fuses not very <laughs> in the nice. theater. And then the last story that I could find of Larry was uh, someone in the theater found a picture of a bearded man on the floor. And he took it up to the light booth and set it on the light board. And mm-hmm. then one day the picture was gone. Mm-hmm. Yep. No I, comment? I'm <laughs> just trying to think, as a ghost, if I'm putting myself in the the, the foot the, the, uh, shoes of a ghost, how can one just like make objects disappear? Like a casket, that's a, that's a large item. Of a picture? Like, where did... Surely he's, like, moving them somewhere into a different area of the theater. Like, he has his own prop cabinet. (laughs) Yes! Yes! They're not just disappearing. That's not humanly possible. They're going somewhere. Or they're just apparitions. They're not actually objects to begin with. They're just hallucinations. (gasps) Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. That's interesting. You don't... But they're touching them. Obviously, he picked up the photo and went and put it. So it's tangible. Yeah, the photo at least. I don't know if I were the owners of the theater and that casket went missing just first I would tear that place Seeing apart. Seeing a casket in a boiler room to begin with at a theater doesn't make sense. No. But I would I w- I would go everywhere in that place trying to find it. Look for secret secret tunnels. Secret tunnel. Secret room. Yeah. I don't know. Theaters tend, Larry Larry just to... sounds mischievous. Yeah, theaters just tend to have ghosts. That's yeah. just a that's just a common thing. My middle school theater had a ghost. Did it really? Yeah. What? I went to Hutchinson Middle School, What's, which what? Buddy Holly went to as well. Oh. His, I actually saw his uh, signature really? backstage. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so wait, what, what ghost was there? I don't remember, but I know that my theater teacher told you about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I wonder Well, it's if... an old
0: middle school. I wonder so. if like some urban legends or ghost stories attached to theaters are like made up to make the theater more interesting. You know what I mean? Mm. Like make it more know. like the theater is a dramatic place, so it's a perfect resting place for dramatic spirits. That's true. Very true. And you know, you're always going to have new people to mess with. Mm hmm. Alright. And you'll always be entertained because there's a new show being Absolutely. put on all the a uh, You as a ghost, I can see. Oh yeah, I would haunt would, a theater. Would hang out at I a would out little bit a theater. bit of a little bit a theater. That of sense for you. of right. so here's the of legend of mm-hmm. South Dakota that I have for you today. the saved the best the last. Oh, it's a little the a child ghost? No. a oh, okay. Okay. This I was one, just guessing because child ghosts freak me out. This one goes by the name of Walking Sam. Oh. See, sometimes it's also how you say things like walking Sam. <laughs> that could that could sound like a Walking, walking Sam. Walking Sam. <laughs> and Sammy is not so nice. Oh no. He's the worst. He's not as nice. He's as- the worst. All right, anyways. Entiways. <laughs> Carrying on. It's in the area of Pine Ridge. And there's hundreds of Lakota natives that were killed in this area in the Wounded Knee Massacre. Mm-hmm. So there are, there's just some bad juju already mm-hmm. going on in this place. Anywhere where like, there's a huge native mm-hmm. burial ground or massacres, you just know that just leave not great alone. things are going leave them alone yeah so attention was turned towards pine ridge in 2015 actually after a very sudden and steep spike in teenage suicides oh no mhm between december of 2014 and march of 2015 there were 103 suicide attempts made <gasps> Nine of them being successful. Oh my gosh. And none of the victims were older than 25. Oh. Oh yeah, something's going on. Many of them died by hanging. <gasps> oh! Yeah. that just gave me chills. Yeah, this area is messed up. Messed up! So, Lakota chil- children typically grew up with stories of suicide spirits or stick shadow people that lured kids from their homes in the nighttime mm-hmm. so it's typically targeted towards young teenagers and children that's not great mm-hmm. many began to blame these stories on the horrific history of the area mm-hmm. and these shadow people and stuff because of all of the increased suicidal activity and tendencies. Mm-hmm. These stories eventually morphed into one character, hey. which is Walking Sam. Walking Sam. Mm-hmm. He was also known as Tall Man oh, or Stove Pipe Hat Bigfoot. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that's a little bit more lighthearted than, yeah. than Tall Man or Walking Sam. Yeah. And my immediate, when I started reading about this, before I saw any, like, illustrations of Walking Sam or anything, it's already been known that he's been compared to, like, Slenderman. Slenderman. Is that the picture I saw earlier that you showed me? Uh, was that the illustration? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, tall man sounds like Slenderman. Yeah. It doesn't say anything about him being dressed in a suit, but the uh-huh. stovepipe hat. Okay. That's a very that's a specific. common thing, too. So he was known to be... A seven foot tall figure... Oh. With eyes, but the- no mouth. Oh! Ooh. Yeah. Slenderman has no face, I think. I don't... I don't know. But... Eyes Sam and no has, mouth? Sam has no mouth. You. Mm-hmm. And, allegedly, when he would raise his arms... And I'm, I'm in a T-pose right now, if anybody is wondering. She's demonstrating <laughs> yes. for me. When, when he'd raise his arms... You'd see his victims hanging from them. (gasps) No. Like, you know, like, um, I think about the the typical, like, someone opens their jacket and you see, like, a bunch of counterfeit watches in their jacket and stuff. It's like Slenderman showing his, or Sam showing his His victims victims hanging down from his arms. Ew. Mm -hmm. Don't like that. Don't like that. And if teenagers heard him, they'd often hear his efforts of convincing them of their worthlessness, trying to further convince them to commit suicide. Ew. You hear stuff like that about, uh, like, a spirit or an entity gaining power if they convince, like, mm-hmm. people to take their lives or do bad yeah, things? Yeah, because he's not even doing anything. It's, like, all them doing it themselves. Ew. You know? That's not nice, Sam. Mm-hmm. And they believed that the target of younger people and teenagers uh, were easier because usually younger people are easier to manipulate. Oh my gosh! Yes, you're going through so much shit at that uh-huh. time. Like uh-huh. that's the more susceptible easily... to listen. Yes. What? Well, I mean, me as a teenager, Sam would have got me. Not uh-huh. like maybe not like made me convince convince myself to kill myself. That's not what I'm saying. But like. The, the thoughts and like making uh-huh. you feel like you're worthless and stuff like you're going through so much in that time frame even if you're yeah. up to 25 i mean you're 24 yeah i mean you know you they, you're still people are still finding themselves like well also you know like teenagers are really dramatic and they're going through all kinds of you know hormonal changes mm-hmm. and stuff they've got a lot going on so they just tend to when when the sad hits it's sad and when the happy hits it's Really happy, but it's very roller coaster emotions, especially so in Sam, teenagers. Sam knew what he was doing or knows mm-hmm. what he's doing, picking his he victims. He had his target, target audience. So, there's a couple of theories that where some people believed that he wasn't actually evil, uh-huh. he was just simply an entity that was cursed to wander the area looking for companionship i tend to lean towards the other way uh-huh. just because of all the suicide attempts especially yeah. 2015 was not that long ago no whenever a spike happened like that was a real event yeah that happened so that part was not like part of the urban legend that no that actually, actually happened. happened that's why people started talking about well then yes yeah, something obviously was happening in the area that's not normal uh-huh. You said a hundred and nine attempts. Hundred and three. Hundred and three and nine succeeded. Nine succeeded. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. Yep. So nooses have been found by authorities hanging from trees in the area consistently, and pastors and teachers have even stopped group suicides from finishing out their plans. Like group, group suicide. Yeah. Isn't that oh. crazy? Ew, I'm, like, mm-hmm. picturing that in my head. That's not... Yeah, like, That's... something is deeply wrong with this area. I would, if I were the parents of a teenager, I would pick up and move. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Why would you want to live in South Dakota mm-hmm. anyways? I mm-hmm. like to live where, like, activity is happening. Activity. You know? I well, like do that live there's... in Nashville. I, yes, I like <laughs> where there's things going on. There's always something happening. Yeah. I'm never bored. And two ways. And two ways. It's clear that the area has been plagued with extreme poverty, alcohol abuse, and extremely high high school dropout rates. Hmm. And teens typically struggle with mental health issues in this area. And there's just a very, there's a lack of proper care and support. Hmm. And so it's just kind of going downhill. That's sad. From there. Yeah, yeah. It literally sounds like the kind of place that you have to get the hell out of there uh to to change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, why are people even still here after that? Like, I don't know. I would have expected after 2015 the entire Mm -hmm. place to just be, like, abandoned. Yeah. Because something's not right in the air. Alas, it was not. Another version of Walking Sam stated that his job. It was actually his job to collect souls after they pass, which would make sense why, if he wanted to succeed at his job, his targets were the ones that were like closer to death by having the depressed individuals... Possibly suicide already on their minds. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So depressed people would often be seen with a figure resembling sam standing behind them. Oh. Almost like the grim reaper just like waiting. Oh. Mhm. Oh, I don't like any of this. So, overall he's been known to be an omen of depression and death. So, Sounds if like anyone it. if it, it was said if anyone has ever seen anything that resembles walking sam in the area, they say check on your loved ones, check on your friends, family, everyone. <sighs> Now is the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now is the time to check on them because you saw Sam. So it's like it's a sign. You. Sam sucks. Yep. <laughs> Sam is the worst. I was gonna try and harmonize with you, but um, I didn't. I failed last time, so I'm just gonna let you do your thing. So that's Sam. That's walking Sam. I. The creepiest and the shittiest of them all. What town was this in? This was near the area of Pine Ridge. All right. I suggest you don't move your family to Pine Ridge, South Dakota, if you're thinking about it. You get a job offer in Pine Ridge, maybe turn it down. Yeah. I don't think it's worth it. They're probably offering it for a reason. (laughs) Because (laughs) no one else wants to do it. No one else wants to live there. All right. Yep. So there's a few legends of the area, like I said, South Dakotas. There's just not much going on. It's just just not really popping. We're just gonna we're just gonna go down the list anyway and yeah. check off. So get, All right. get a, a super juicy, interesting one next time. I like it. This was a nice, quick little like. Just here's some here's a little sprinkle of urban legends, mm-hmm. shouting out some South Dakota South Dakotians, South, South Dakotans, Dakotans, South so. Dakota. I don't know. South Dakotans. I feel like it would be easy to just add an in. Yeah. We do need to hit, I like being able to hit like ghost stories and urban legends from every state. And obviously we'll do like overseas and stuff like that too Mm -hmm. so we can represent everybody. But yeah. All right. Well then next time, next Monday, we'll have another ghost story. I don't quite know what I'm going to do. Ghost story is that from is that a tiktok no okay (laughs) that was i'm trying to keep up that was from my brain Right now. I'm trying to keep up with all the trending audios. You know, I'm cool. I'm hip. She finally got a TikTok, y'all. Yes, I did. I can not, send them directly rather than through text. Uh, I'm not on it very often, but I'm... Yeah, so, you got to get that algorithm going. My for you page is not, not, not that great. But right now, it's, it's there was a lot of tornadoes on there when I was like that scrolling was, earlier. That was surprising. I, I guess there's been a lot of tornadoes lately or something, but... Did you know that Middle did Tennessee... Did you know? <laughs> that Middle Tennessee leads the nation in the amount of nocturnal storms we have. Though we do have a lot of storms. Yeah. But nocturnal specifically. Yeah. But I love storms at night. I sleep I sleep like a freaking baby. Too. I have I have four windows in my room and they just right by my bed and it's yep. like, oh, it's my own it's white magic machine. It's... <laughs> so great. Join us next week for another ghost story from Rachel. Yep. It may be one. It may be two. Maybe a few. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how prepared you are yeah. for the next time that we plan to record. We'll see how much time I have with my toddler and businesses and life and sleep and... Yes. Well, until... Sister. Until then. <laughs> just remember to stay. Oh, spill. <laughs> Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What do I click? What do I cl- What does it say? Nah. Feedback detected. Okay. Monitor on? Yes. Try that again, I'm sorry. Until then, just remember to stay spooky.